Hold on to your hats, kids, because Grunge Bible Mission 2024 is officially a go as we welcome you into the new year, January 1st. Happy New Year. This is episode 145 of the Grunge Bible Podcast. My name is Chris Salona, and I am joined here in the new year with Ethan Shalloway. We're still here. They haven't found a way to kill us yet. No, they hadn't. Maybe after that intro, we'll be banned. <laughs> that, that might be it. Yeah, that might be the end of it. I'm just kidding. It wasn't that bad. Hello wanted, and welcome. But I wanted I wanted to comment since we've been talking about the how we intro each one. Yeah. And this is a new year, so this intro had to be different and special. Yeah. I mean, you know, like we said right before we got on here, we, this, this podcast has been running since 21. So yeah. 24, this is like... You know, you go from a 21-year-old to a 24-year-old. I mean, that's a big A lot can happen. Oh, yeah. You mature a lot. So that's how we are. We're mature. Yeah. We've grown. We're new men. We're beacons of maturity. And we are men of our day. And that's exactly what yeah. this year Kings is all about. Kings of our about. time. That is what, that's, that's, that's the motto of this year. Yeah. Men I like that time. a lot. I definitely, yeah. I identify with that. It feels good to still be here. Um, to keep <laughs> cranking these out i'm I'm excited it does feel good to still be here Chris. oh yeah <laughs> it beats the alternative so ethan um how are you today how, how are we doing i'm doing well i am doing really well yeah i've uh you know just like when you when you push off stuff that you have to do you feel really anxious and then you finally do a lot of that stuff you have a big relief and you feel like mm-hmm. you can relax and breathe and it's kind of how the holidays kind of go where it's like there's like a build up and then all of a sudden there's a release and uh you know release me yeah so every that's exactly night how just I feel. release me yeah exactly so i'm yeah i'm uh i'm in a good spot i'm i'm loving it we got a brand new year 2024 is our year this is our year people say but i yeah. i really i like new year's resolutions i think we talk about this each year too yeah we we, we did i know last year we, i'm we a fan of it like I, I like drawing a line in the sand oh yeah you know? we're across this line you do <laughs> not <laughs> That's right. Like, you know, one one pack of Marlboros a day. That's it. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> you, know, you get a hard line. You get one. Well, then you get on the Uncle Buck, like the the five year plan where you go from cigarettes to cigars. Like, you know, I think we're working our way down from cigars to perhaps uh, you know nicotine gum or something. Oh yeah, it's it's a process. Yeah, Nicorette. Um, little sidebar about that because me and my coach enjoy uh, talking about Nicorette and the lore behind it. Oh, and yeah. I just was like, you know, because Zinn broke out, you know, the this, the tobacco list nicotine pouches, obviously huge. We are we're big fans of them. Oh yeah, um, it's crazy that nicotine gum wasn't abused like earlier in its inception. Like people yeah. just used people actually use it to stop smoking. When like now people just abuse there was no nicotine. crossover like to just was, get like a head buzz. Yeah, from like chewing chewing gum and I'm like what a wasted like. What a terrible advertising! They should have went in the whole different yeah. direction. <laughs> if they got if, if if they got the twenty somethings on board, it would have been, you know, it would have been a big. Thing. I mean, I, I I would I would I would have some right now, but a big miss, a big miss, and it's so expensive. I think is it? I've never purchased any of it. Yeah, I think I think it's really expensive. I'm not yeah. going to throw a number out there. But I, I have I've heard, just heard that. <laughs> yeah, the pundits have told us as such. <laughs> Huge miss on Nicorette to, to uh, yeah. you know. Try to be well, too I mean, that's the thing, Ethan. Sometimes uh, people have ideas and people have things that they need to do and they do miss. Uh, we can't relate to that here uh, 145 weeks in a row. Yeah, it is unreal. Um, I hope you guys listened to the Christmas episode, a nice short, sweet one, but I really enjoyed it. And um, this one will be the same. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, I agree. Usually we have uh, our producer Drew on for this episode. We decided to push that back 
a week or two. Yeah, we had a little, has, little scheduling conflict. The holidays are tough. Been, I mean, this has been hectic. Things have just been really crazy. Yeah, we're, we're recording this a couple of days before Christmas just to get it done uh, and, and things didn't time up. But we've got some some good stuff coming down uh, pretty soon, hopefully. And uh, Drew will be on an episode soon. And uh, I'm anticipating that we will have some more guests on pretty soon. That was something that we, we said internally. We want to do at least one a month uh, with guests in 2024. So um, we're going to have to see to it that that happens. I wonder how many guests we did for uh, 23. How many do you think? Uh, we did not do very many. I know we did Lederman, we did Petey. Um, that honestly may have been it. No, we definitely did more. We hammered, we hammered the end of 2022. Okay. We'll get a, we'll get a fact check next uh, episode. Yeah, yeah I'm not. Drew on. Yeah, Drew, we'll, we'll, our producer. We'll he'll, he'll produce us real quick and it'll be great. Ideally, yes, he no. will produce us. That's your homework, Drew, if you're listening out there, which you better be. Yeah, <laughs> he has to be listening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He may just he may just uh, take it in and send it out. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, I would do that, to nah, be honest. I would never undermine his abilities. No, never, ever. That's good. Okay. I'm glad you're you're hanging in. You're doing well. Yeah, you're doing well, I'm assuming. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm in a good I mood. I can never I've... tell if we talk about it on, like, I know we, t- we talk about how we're doing every day, so, like, <laughs> exactly. I, don't, I know how no, you're I'm, doing. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, so, we're recording this a couple days before Christmas. I got everything ready. Uh, I'm ahead of schedule. Like, everything's been wrapped for a couple of days now. I feel good. Um, my brother's going to be coming home, uh, you know, friends, family, loved ones, the whole the whole thing is going to be going on. So uh, I'm very excited for that. And I'm, I'm doing well. Got some time off of work. So that's also important. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really good. That's what it's about. That Have you been watching about. your Christmas movies? Yeah. So I was supposed to, actually last night, I was, I was going to watch It's a Wonderful Life, but I got sidetracked and I didn't end up watching it. But I need to watch it. I might watch it tonight. Uh, I need to watch it before Christmas and I'm running out of days. Um, so I've, that's the only one that I have left to do. So, and I'm very, you have a busy uh, weekend. Um, kind of, uh, just with like getting stuff ready. Cause Christmas for us as a recording is a couple of days away. So I have to just do some errands and just spend family time. Cause my brother will be home, but nothing like super, super hectic, you know, seeing some, some different family that I'm not as close with, uh, this weekend just to get it out of the way before the holiday hits. So, yeah. Awesome. So we'll be doing <clears throat> So we want to take this time to thank everybody that is listening. Um, there's a few people that are listening that also decided to invest a few dollars. We have uh, a Patreon page, which we are allowed to allow people to give $2, $5, or $10. And uh, every, every level is really important. Right. And we have a ton of $2 members and a ton of $10 members. The middle club, Tether, I, we, I love the people that are there because... You know, there's not many of them, so it's special. Right. But um, people either get the two or the 10. And yeah, I they like to too, deal in so, absolutes. Yeah. So um, if you're thinking about doing something for the new year, maybe maybe you want to support something a little bit more, uh, please consider us and the Grunge Bowl podcast because uh, it really does help help run this ship. And uh, I mean, we wouldn't really be doing it if uh, everything was out of pocket. Luckily, no, it's not, not just no. out of our pockets. It's out of you know, some people that are generous enough. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, as we do, uh, I would like to thank the top tier supporters over on Patreon uh, and their names are King Buzzo Stole My Hair, uh, What the Fuck is Up Denny's, Pile of Punk, Rachel Corning, Seattle 4 Fanboy from New Jersey, Sherry Matthews, Nikki Six, Millie, Laura Nyreen, Chris LSMS, Keith White, Granny Grunge, Jade Mercado, Jamie Lynn, Carlene Salona, 
Gochu John, Fuck Soup, Faith Bittner, Eric R. Berry, Epona, D Boat, Doug Endy, Down in a Hole, Flat Out Fucked, Eddie Vedder Got Me Through My Second Divorce, Kara Kay, The Blue Owl, Black Hole Sean, Alexis Shannon, and Alex Long. And I don't recall saying it, uh, but Mike McCready's mustache as well. So I, I must have missed that one when I transcribed. I'm in, I'm in a big slump when it comes to the Patreon supporters here. I gotta make the, a note of that. The average is, is going down slightly, but still Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah, I just need a big 2024 campaign to really win the voters over. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully I'll be able to do that. And my candidacy for the hall will no longer be in doubt. Right. Be able to continue your tenure. Yeah, exactly. So awesome. We'll see. So that's that's the people that we're thankful for. We're thankful for everybody listening. Um, we're thankful to talk about music. And uh, we have a little bit of a kind of a fun activity related to music. And this is this is a good one, too, because as you listen, you know, you can kind of think of your choices as as we go along here. But, you know, with it as the beginning of the new year, we thought it would be a fun idea to kind of just take a bunch of bands and then the spirit of kind of kicking things off. We're going to roll through a bunch of bands from the era and each choose one song from their entire discography that we would want them to kick off a show a set list opener, the first song that you hear when you're waiting, anticipating. Um, so this is going to be a fun exercise as we go through. I'm sure there will be some usual suspects and maybe some that are a little bit out of left field. So this will be a lovely conversation. But before we do that, we do have to discuss what was hip and happening and occurring on this day in music history, January the 1st. Yeah, this is a big, big day. Being the new year to all of these years that we have written down. Um, really setting the tone, whether good or bad, because um, obviously these dates have a lot of births and deaths. So let's get into it. First date, 1942, Joe McDonald of Country Joe and the Fish is born. This is well, huge. This is huge. Did not you write a, a paper in high school about Country Joe and the Fish? <laughs> no, I did not. I wish I, wish why, I did. Why, why, why do I think that you did that? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I most certainly... Are you not. sure it was like a it was like a protest the protest song or something? Didn't you have something to do with that? So now that you say that, I mean, I I definitely did something on Woodstock, and he maybe came up. I'm just wondering because that would be I, a I very you, specific thing for me to recall. Yeah, and you may maybe you have a better memory than I do when it comes to stuff I've done <laughs> yeah. too. So I believe you. I probably I probably <laughs> yeah, did. I think you did. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna check that later. Yeah. Go consult your sources. That's awesome. That's hilarious. Let's move um, up to 1953, unless you have any more thoughts on the great country Joe or the fish. I mean, you don't have to talk about the country. Name. You can just That's talk about the fish, too. Um, let's go to 1953. On this day, uh, Hank Williams Sr. died at age 29 of a heart attack. And this was uh, this was back in the era where they were just, you know, eating amphetamines like you know, like candy and just, you know, all of those indiscretions back in the, in the fifties. Um, so he died very young, uh, but he's it's a crazy. country. I did not realize that he was 29, 29 years old. Yeah. He was That's very young. My age. Yep. The long gone attack, lonesome yeah. blues. Yeah. It's uh like, I, I heard a story, uh, I forget who it was, but like yesterday I was listening to something and somebody was like, yeah, I had a heart attack at 28. I'm like, that is fucked. Um, that kind of makes, <laughs> kind of makes me a little nervous. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely, we're, we're not in the danger zone, obviously, but we no, could be. the Kenny Loggins danger zone. I mean, we're always in that danger zone, but not the, uh, you know, not the, uh, not the heart attack, the coronary uh, danger zone. Right. Um, moving up six years to 1959 on January 1st, Johnny Cash plays one of his first jailhouse, sorry, jailhouse shows of 
at San Quentin Prison. Quentin? San Quentin, yeah. This is great. Uh, the local radio station in Birmingham, every Saturday they play the jailhouse. They have like a jailhouse hour. Nice. Where they play all of his old stuff. And yeah. um, it's really interesting. I mean, an hour is a long time to listen to only. An hour is a very long time to listen to something of that variety. Yes, but I mean, very... you know what? It's it's kind of easy because Johnny Cash has like the live at Folsom Prison. Um, he's got the live at San Quentin as well, a couple of records that he recorded. But my favorite thing about this one in 1959, um, Merle Haggard attended, not because he was playing with Johnny Cash or anything, but he was actually, uh, he, was, he, was, he was locked in chains. Uh, he was serving some time for burglary, um, but he got to witness the, uh, the great Johnny Cash. So we had the, the Cash and the Hag together I mean, in the I same to, place if i had to spend time in you know a prison or a jail and i was able to see johnny cash that would be that would definitely make things a little better i mean yeah that would that would be pretty sweet yeah that would not be bad uh let's move on up to 1968 uh on this day uh a little known band out of berkeley california named the gollywogs made a name change, Ethan, and they decided to change their name from the Gollywogs to something known as Credence Clearwater Revival. And I have to say, a lot of times, you know, you don't know which way to go when you're changing names or changing styles or whatever. I mean, this one knocked it out of the park. Could you imagine? I think like, this is a oh, good yeah, choice. Like, I love the Gollywogs, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think Credence Clearwater Revival was a home run choice. Um, so I have no issues with that. And I'm happy to celebrate that today. There has been some great name name changes over the years and this one is definitely on the top the short list maybe top oh, yeah. three yeah along with mookie blaylock <laughs> you're not a big mookie mookie blaylock mookie blaylock guy i don't know as a band i, I don't know yeah. well do you know to, it's hard it's revisionist history you know that, well, that's the thing i mean anybody can do that do, do you know the name that creed first performed as i okay um, I don't know if I don't know if it was you or my dad or maybe the local radio station. They did a top ten name changes. Yeah, and uh, or they and they gave all the band names. And I know Creed was it something to do with babies? Naked toddler. <laughs> Naked toddler. Yes. Was, <laughs> yeah. What? Like, what do you say to your friends? Like, yeah, I play bass in Naked Toddler. <laughs> that. You know, I mean, I guess there was a there was a you know, a time for names like that in the nineties and, and whatnot, like the early, like the really, the really weird names and stuff, but yeah, and that's what really a, weird. What a great name change. I mean, there's some, there's some really crazy, like there's just some crazy names out there. Disgusting yeah. names. Yes. <laughs> like, yes, absolutely. Just like, just like what stone temple pilots used to be before it was stone temple pilots, but I'm not going to, I can't, I'm not going to say it uh, on the air. You, you can all look it up. Oh, you could say it. This is can history. I, can, can I say, yeah, this is, is, this it, is it's historical history. record. So, so they were, yeah, they were the STP, Stone Temple Pilots, but the acronym stood for something else originally. It originally stood for Shirley Temple's Pussy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the first time we said pussy on the Grunge Bible podcast. Now we've said it twice. Now we've said it twice. It's okay. People. Yeah. It's just, it's historical record. It, you're it right. Is, it is historical. Crazy that someone would think the name they're, <laughs> they're banned. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they kept the uh, STP. STP, like, yeah. And they just changed the name, the title. Yeah. I, they didn't really have much of a choice, I feel like. <laughs> nice. Good, good. Uh, that's a good this day of music. I like that. Good yeah. conversation. All right. 1975. Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham officially join Fleetwood Mac. 
Yeah, and this is obviously monumental Massive. for for Fleetwood Mac. I love their stuff from the '60s. They were super bluesy, uh, and I'm not very well read on like the personnel uh, in Fleetwood Mac. But some of the stuff, like they have a song called Station Man, which is like pretty fucking awesome. Um, and uh, they definitely changed the big paradigm shift. And I mean, two incredibly talented, you know, musicians and Stevie Nicks in a class all her own, obviously. So this was a very big day. But I have to say. That occurrence in 1975 pales in comparison to what happened on this day in 1990. Uh, the mighty band Ween released their debut album called God Ween Satan, The Oneness. Gene and Dean Ween were in Gene the lab cooking Dean up something Ween. special for all of us. And today was the day that it came into the world 34 years ago. That is, that is incredible. Yeah. Um, I love that they're, you know quote-unquote brothers gene and dean yeah because i don't they're not actually brothers but right. they said they told everybody that they were i mean hey I, I believe it well that's like the jack and meg white thing like they were like we're sisters or, or, or siblings and it's like no we're married and then it was just yeah. this whole big thing but and it turned out like they were married but they had gotten a divorce like well before the white stripes were a thing and just you know you, you get Publicity. you get the chance to manufacture some of your own lore i mean yeah. that's 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 a big thing it is yeah People do it in movies all the time. I was thinking, we, you meet why somebody, can't we do it in real life? Yeah, like if you meet someone and get a new audience, you can be anyone you want. We Become don't take advantage of that person. enough. We don't. <laughs> we don't take advantage of that enough. I'm going to host under a different name next week. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, so going back to the, the gollywags, or sorry, not the gollywags, <laughs> Stevie Nicks joined the band. It, it is interesting to think about the bands that added, like, basically, it's like a trade in, in the sports teams when you oh, add yeah. a, a, a member. It's like, like the Eagles the with Fighters. Joe Walsh. Yep, or Taylor Hawkins joining the Foo Fighters, like what it does to the bands and stuff. Right. Or Dave Grohl, like joining Matt Cameron joining, joining Soundgarden. Yeah. Like, or not Soundgarden, some... excuse me, Pearl Jam. <laughs> he left. Yeah. I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 1997, Towns Van Zant passes away at age 52. Sad day. Very sad day. We Very like we troubled like man. We like Towns around here. That's, um, you know, I don't know the, I don't know how it was perceived in 97. Uh, Right. Obviously, I was really young. You were just born that year, I was, right? Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I was like three months old. Yeah. Um, I would like to talk to some people that were, uh, you know, there during his music a little bit more intently with that because I I really like him. I know people talk fondly of him, but yeah, um, it would be nice to hear a little bit of the time and place. Yeah, absolutely. And um, there's a really good. Uh, song written by steve earl uh, that's a tribute to towns after towns passed away called the fort worth blues uh and I, I recommend if you if you don't know it ethan i think you would really like kind of thinking about towns but you know i always think about towns van zant that quote that he had and he said you know i don't envision a very long life for myself i expect my life to run out before my work does because i've designed it that way uh and this man i mean he was one of the best writers um, you know, of the 20th century, I mean, anywhere and, and struggle with a lot of different things, uh, all sorts of substance abuse, and I'm sure different mental health issues that probably exacerbated that, but supremely talented. And I'm glad that he's still, you know, you still hear people talking about him, which is good. And I feel like his popularity has remained high and perhaps even increased, uh, since he passed away. So, um, yeah, he was, he was a special one. Um, moving forward, uh, also on this day in 1997, uh, the, the big new thing, Noah Khan was born. Uh, are you a Noah Khan guy? Yeah, not like everybody else. I mean, no, I, 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 I've, I've never really to, listened to his stuff. Is it good? Yeah, I can't even remember the big song that he did with, with Post Malone. Post Malone, yeah. What the Stick, heck is it called? Stick Season? Stick Season, yeah. So that yeah, sounds about right. 
season of the sticks yeah yeah, yeah. that's good I, yeah I have a few friends that really like it i saw it pop up on some spotify right um yeah good just i mean he's got- selling out like baseball stadiums now like he he's on wow. a rocket ship yeah he, he's playing like three or four nights at fenway park this upcoming summer um and like they're all sold out uh it's a meteoric rise for sure considering that he's yeah. you know he's younger than than me uh and, and i didn't really know anything about him until like this past summer but mm-hmm. good for him and good for the people that like him. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel a little like I missed it. I can't really, I don't feel like getting. Yeah. It's not. To yeah, to I, have, I have I too much. It. I have too much space to yeah. close between me and myself and the pack. So I'll just let them go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. And then we've talked about this a um, couple episodes ago, maybe with Lederman in, when was that? September? Yeah, I forget when that was. But 2010, 2010, 2010, Chris Cornell tweets announcing the Soundgarden reunion, Knights of the Sound Table ride again. Yeah. Big time. That was huge. Big big announcement. I mean, the Soundgarden's back. They got another album coming out. And and we actually did, we did it, we talked about the- King Animal, we we talked talked about about this quite a bit. Recently, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's a great one. Like I said, remember, all these things happen on the first of the year. And yeah. there's some big, I mean, like great time to release an album, great time to release, change your name, add some, you know, make an announcement about someone joining the band. It's a good time to be born. It's a good, good time, time to die. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's just the way it goes. I wonder if Towns passed away due to New Year's Eve festivities or what? I don't know. He was Hank struggling Williams. with a lot of different things. Right. Um, he was like just in and tiny. out of like rehab and stuff so he was i think on borrowed time for a lot of his life given what he had put himself through and what he had been struggling with but yeah have you seen those memes going around lately it's like so and so died in like 1960 so and so was born in 1960 like welcome back and it's just like ridiculous um yeah i I just saw the first one i only i've only seen one Mm-hmm. Uh, recently yeah interesting like there was one i saw it's like <laughs> died in 1959 buddy holly born in 1959 jason alexander <laughs> welcome welcome <laughs> welcome back buddy holly <laughs> so we were just spoon fed one like towns and then noah khan but towns is far superior in my opinion yeah. it is, i i kind of like it though it's kind of yeah. cool, cool i was thinking about format. making one for grunge bible but i feel like it would be insensitive yeah but i mean it's i mean is it comedy, right? I mean, it's yeah, comedy, I mean, everything so. could be comedy, I suppose. Yeah, you can be insensitive in comedy, in history. In history, and talking about STP. So, that's This Day in Music, January yep. 1st. And uh, now we get to the meat and potatoes, some would call it. Yes. And the way I kind of looked at this practice when, you, when we talked about it and sent it over, like, yes, it is the beginning you know, of a set list by these bands, dream set list, mate, you, if you will, but mm-hmm. also like what, what song do I want to ring in the new year with? If I'm talking about these bands, obviously like how are you I like start that too. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. You know I mean? It, cause then, cause it takes a, a little bit different. It's like, all right, you have one song to get you going for the year or it's like one song and then, you know, you don't get to listen to that for the rest of the set list. Right. So like, you know, there's two different things. Cause a few of these like that I put like, okay, I would want to hear it as the encore, but for this, thing being like i only get one song from them for the year or something mm-hmm. kind of changed the way i picked it just a little bit so you're kind of thinking it in terms of like like kickoff songs as like this is the one that i'm setting the tone with yeah i kind of i kind of okay. like yeah i kind of went in that direction like all right this is 
this is the song for the new year. Like this is the one that I'm listening as I'm heading to the gym at 8 a.m. If I get up on, I like January that. 1st. I'm. <laughs> are, do you want to pivot in real time here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we've done the set list before, and then, yeah, I mean, yeah. No, this is good. And January 1st only happens once a year, so exactly. And you get and, one and, song, and, and who knows? We may never release a podcast again on January 1st. So yeah, very, very, very likely. It's like the Eagles there, lyric, like we may lose and we may win, but we will never be here again. <laughs> Exactly. I hate the fucking Eagles. Oh man. Fuck. I love the Eagles. Love but the Eagles. for the sake of the pod. The okay, sake so of the pod. Do you want to go in the, the order that you wrote? Yeah, there was wanna, no particular order some? to how I did it. So we could we could popcorn around. We can just if it's easier to follow, we can go in the order that I wrote. Yeah. Um and there you have the big four, obviously, for the first four. So you want to knock them out? Yeah, I think about. it makes sense. Yeah, I think we'll we'll start we'll start with the uh I've been I've been heavy into Pearl Jam. We've been talking to some people lately who are, you know, Pearl Jam is near and dear to their heart, so I think it makes sense. Um so I think Pearl Jam's a great place to start. So Ethan, kick off your new year if you pick one song from Pearl Jam's catalog. What do you what are you putting where are you where are you pressing play on? Yeah, this is a simple question when you ask us sometimes like where we want to start. What yeah. do, what do we always want to hear? And I think I'm going to stick to it. I think I'm going to say release. I want that nice. to be the first song I hear. Kind of release, you know, coming from the old year, you're starting new. Like, it seems like, I think there's a ton of really good options, obviously, for the big four. There's a lot, right. of, a lot of songs that carry weight. But mm-hmm. um, for sentimental reasons, for lyrical reasons, all the above, I'm, I'm sticking to release. Nice. I like that. Uh, I'm following a similar thought process, but I will not pick release, actually. I think present tense is a yep. impeccable song to begin with. And, and I think, you know, when you're kind of starting fresh, that's as good of a reminder as anything to kind of slow down and, and you know, think about your life and it makes much more sense, obviously, to live in the present a lot of tense. My, yeah. A lot of my songs are pretty upbeat that I picked as a starter yeah. for obvious reasons. And now that I think about it, you easily, easily, I thought you were going to say dissident. Yeah, sure. oh, I was thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, they can go one of two ways. They can go energize. Like you'd be energized, or you could be mindful, <laughs> right? And out, I think yeah. those two things don't often happen like clearly together. Um, and there's obviously some bands that like don't kind of have that like meditative, mindful type thing. But Pearl Jam's got a lot of them that suit themselves to that. And I, I would say Soundgarden obviously doesn't really have, um, you know, a whole bunch of that. So, and I believe they are our next. Uh, ba- uh, band on the list, so we could segue over to them if uh, if you'd like to. Oh yeah, I have two songs. Couldn't decide. I have a few where I put like a two two songs yeah. banger depending on. And this one, I really like. I was really feeling Spoon Man, nice or, or Gun. Those were the two. Gun, kinda, nice. Yeah, I I think Gun would be really really solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, just super upbeat, a lot of drums and Spoon Man, like same thing, like very uh intense beginning you know oh yeah very mu- musically uh intense that song spoon man mm-hmm. i like that uh mine is going to be uh kind of in the same vein like getting energized a little bit i'm gonna go from super unknown i'm gonna pick my wave um i think that's just a really fun energetic song the guitar sounds great and you know there's no better way once again to start the year like you get into the present tense for a little bit you know with pearl jam and then you tell everybody else not to piss on your gate and just to keep it off your wave and you got to do your own thing and and take care of your own stuff and throw caution to the wind a little bit um, but mm-hmm. there's so many there's so many good ones like searching with my good eye closed would be my pick probably most times um, but i think my wave is a is a good one and i think it, it lends itself well to kind of like kicking kicking off the year yeah 
Yeah, another way you could look at this is if you had to make a New Year's playlist, you know, one song yeah. per band. And we might we might band. have to do this. Oh, my voice yeah. just cracked horribly right there. Uh, Absolutely. And like taking yeah. from this next song, I mean, I, I Nirvana, or sorry, this next band, Nirvana, um, I try not to overthink this one. Like, if they're opening, like, what's going to get me the most excited, especially if I'm at a concert? I look to this one as a concert. Like, if I'm okay. there, and all of a sudden they come in, obviously, smells like Teen Spirit, That'd the guitar, cool. like, eh. I'm getting, you're immediate, like, I mean, we knew they were going to play it, obviously, they always, right. yeah, they have to play it, but, like, it would just be electric, it would just be flat out electric, and, um, you know, with the fatigue of, of listening to it, maybe it's not something that I put on the playlist if I was actually making a playlist, but right. I feel like that is how you want to start a concert in a new year. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I'm going Kinda to lame, choose. Hey, you know what? I mean, it, it is what best, it is. It's one of the best songs for a reason. For a know? reason, exactly. Yeah. And mine doesn't really stray too far off of that beaten path. I'm going to pick "Come as You Are." Um, I just love the juxtaposition in that song of the opening riff, and then things kind of really, really explode when the drums come in in the chorus. Um, I think that's a good energizer, and it's a good kind of entry song. Um, you know, both to start a year and uh, also to start a show. Like I picture like, you know, the lights are off and you just hear like the. Yeah, they are slightly different. If you think about being it, waiting for a band to come on and then also like, you know, driving to the car in the new year, it's a little different. So we just will clarify before we. Yeah, but we can bounce back and forth. Exactly. So it's our show. I believe we may be aligned with Alice and Chains. Do we really have to say much? It has to be wood, right? Do we? Yeah. Do we really have to do this? Like. Yeah. It's going to be wood. I mean, yeah, there's, there's so many reasons dating back, you know, three years of why, and there's so many days of why we would do this. So mm-hmm. yeah. I also put man, man in the box as a, uh, something else that would just right. be electric. Yeah. Sunshine like, would be cool too. Or, oh yeah. I mean, there's a ton of every, the, I mean, ton they're of all good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, any song off a of facelift really, if you think about it and even dirt, dirt's got a lot of, a lot of good candidates for yeah. that. Um, Let's uh so so we're gonna kind of shift back and forth between the grunge and the not grunge uh elements here. I wanted to do the voice. You almost I, did. You almost did. <laughs> I, almost, <laughs> I, almost caught, I caught myself. The I almost grunge. did the voice. Yeah. The the yeah. grunge genre here on the Grunge Bible podcast. Um but let's go let's 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 rage up a little bit. Let's get into some rage against the machine. Yeah. Um critical critical yeah. band to be starting the year off. Yeah, and this is intensity. an important selection here. Yeah. Yeah, and this one, like, I mean, yeah, any tons of songs. Tons of songs have the intro, Tom Morello, like, I mean, you can go anywhere. Um, simply put, like, Killing in the Name of Bulls on Parade, oh, both perfect tracks. Um, I also put Bomb bomb Track. I think that yeah. would be a really good starting one. Bomb Track and, would uh, be really good. I think I'll go with Bomb Track. I mean, the other one, I, yeah. Obviously, nice. there's three. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 hard. It, it's impossible to pick a dud. Yeah, I'm gonna go a little different. I'm gonna go from the first track on the Battle of Los Angeles, "Testify." Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my favorite Rage songs. It might be my favorite, and I mean, just like the energy, similar to kind of like a "Come as You Are" type thing, where there's just all this build up and anticipation, and then when the the song blows up, um, it's just all around you. And I think that really can can set the tone. Um, so that's that's what I'm going to go with um, for for rage against the machine so uh next up we have my favorite band from the 80s 90s 2000s and 2010s and 2020s uh the red hot chili peppers bold claim another four letter band acronym r-h-c-p r-a-t-m yes chris your favorite band of all time what song are you starting off your concert with um i am going to 
I didn't really put much thought into this one because I, I don't really love the chili peppers a whole lot, but I think can't stop. Danny California. Danny California. <laughs> <laughs> Nut button. <laughs> Just hammer it. Danny um, California. <laughs> yeah. Under under the bridge. Um no, I'm picking can't stop. Uh rain a, dance. Yeah. Rain there's dance a <laughs> there's a prevailing theme with a lot of these. Like all of the songs that I'm picking kind of have like the like the the waters kind of getting a little wild and then boom. You know, yeah. I think Can't Stop is one of those songs. Of course. Can't Stop's a good one. Yeah. Um, I went with Suck My Kiss. I think that one. Hell yeah. One of my, one of the, yeah, one of my favorite songs from them. Um, but I think it would be really good to start a show with. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. Nice. Would be an electric band to see to start the new year. Thinking that would be at the yeah. top. Ra- Rage and Red Hot Chili Peppers would be a lot of fun. I mean, any of these bands would be, but right. um, I feel like that would work really well. Totally. Um, the next band that we're going to talk about, Smashing Pumpkins. We might be the same here. I'm interested to see what yours is. I know for a fact, I'm going to call it that we are the same on the next one for Audio Slave. We could be wrong. I mean, you can go. We could be wrong. I, I'm thinking. I, I think there's a clear cut one for that that we okay. it needs to be said. But yeah, um, we'll do Smashing Pumpkins. And um, yeah, it took. I was looking at some of the songs and I wrote a few down. And then I got to one. I was like, Oh, it has to be this. It has to be today. Today, okay, we're not the same. Okay, did you say Cherub Rock? Uh, yep, Cherub Rock. Yeah. Yep, that Cherub was Rock is the first one I wrote down. But then I was like, and I know you're really high like, on okay. that song. Like that's yeah. one of your favorites. And I, I figured, but it was funny. We kind of flip flopped. My first thought was kind of today, and then I was like, oh, you know what? Actually, like Cherub Rock kind of seems more suited to kind of it, opening it, things up. Yeah, it has the build. It has. It yeah. is very. But it all depends on what you're going intense. for. In the same but way, today, like, like has that honestly kind of what you talked about in the beginning, like a little bit of the meditative. And then when the fuzz comes but in, also fuzzy. Yeah, maybe that, yeah. that's the song that kind of can handle both. Yeah, it's like get yourself a song that can do both. I want to shout out um, since we talked about Christmas songs and, and obviously Pearl Jam and, and whatnot last week. But I've been listening to Christmas Time by the Smashing Pumpkins. I, I sent it to you. I'm not sure if you listened yes, to it. I did that's, listen to it. And they are. Um, I mean, I've, I've heard it before, but I forgot. It was on my dad's Christmas playlist. And I was like, "This is Smashing Pumpkins," and he's like, "Yeah." Well, I was surprised that he had it on there, but mm-hmm. um, just really really good you know because they they're very orchestral and they have all the strings and they have like he has the voice for something like christmas time and yeah pretty solid pretty solid yeah so now we've reached the point you called your shot ethan yeah. um and, and it just it just it just uh is a question of if you want to answer the call or if you want to go and, and do something different because i think right. that so all right on three we're going to say it okay. see if we can say the same thing all right one two three Coach show guys. me how to live Okay, show me how to live. <laughs> I knew for some reason I knew that wasn't going to be the same. It, but uh, no, I, I was I was honestly I didn't know what I was going to say until until the clock just hit one <laughs> right there. Because originally my first thought was light my way, and then I was like, oh, it's got to be Coach Eyes. But then I was kind of thinking of the groove to open up, show me how to live, um, and mm-hmm. like the hum that Chris Cornell does at the beginning, and like that. I mean, that'll get your heart pumping out of your throat. Uh, but yeah. Coach Eyes does too. It's I mean, this Coach Eyes like, has that lingering like. You know what? I, I don't even know. I don't know what effect it is. You know, yeah. I mean, but they click in and then the drums mm-hmm. are going. So. Audio Slave's first album. It's almost like someone gave them a mandate and was like, "Hey, you need every to create an album <laughs> that is full of 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 songs. Like every single song needs to be one that'll just like get somebody to levitate." Um, yeah. And they certainly did it, which is, I mean, you could, I mean, set it off. I mean, come on, <laughs> like all of them. Yeah, I mean, all really, like Audio Slave, Audio Slave, and Raging Against the Machine are two bands that like gasoline dominate this playlist if we yes. needed songs to like yeah you know get you through a drive or mm-hmm. start the new year yeah 
I totally agree. So one that I think um, there's less candidates for, because obviously this next band that we're going to talk about, Mad Season, they only released one proper album uh, of the above album. And there's there's a couple of different ways to go. Um, but I am going to pick um, I Don't Know Anything. I just I kind of love the concept of that as somebody who also doesn't know anything. And, yeah. and I think it's probably their their most energizing song. Um, and I think it's just a good one to kind of get move into. So what, what would you pick for, uh, for mad season? This was a tough one. Cause yes, it was limited and it didn't fit what I was trying to get necessarily. And I, I wanted to cheat for these two and do like covers, you know, maybe of their, of, of, you know, here and play something else from one of their other bands. But yeah, I think, I think wake up would be a great, like, I think they opened with that a few times at some shows and, and it, yeah. when they played. And I think that it makes a lot of sense to start the new year off, you know, and, and kind of be, would be a fun one to listen to. At what a if show, one of obviously. us picked, what if one of us picked all alone? <laughs> <laughs> I would, we'd have to stop the pod and I'd call you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need, we just need to check up and make sure everybody's doing okay. We'd have a mid episode, uh, recheck in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll post the call on the Patreon. <laughs> Uh, so for t- uh, next one Temple of the Dog another one it's the uh, same space as what you just said about space. Mad Season it's like I just don't yeah. really I don't really know where to go with this one yeah so I just went with what I want to hear and I want to hear Hunger Strike at some point So me like, too you know kind of a cop out I mean you could say maybe call me a dog but like I don't know I don't know if that would get me in the mood for whatever I'm, the New Year's so Hunger Strike would be great though as would no, Hunger Strike would be better than I think River Hunger Strike's got to be the one. Yeah. If we're talking compared to two bands, like River of Deceit maybe a little oh, down. Yeah, I don't think but, I would want to. I certainly wouldn't want to begin my year with River of Deceit. Yeah. But Hunger uh, Strike, that has yeah, Hunger that, yeah, that has some, yeah, I think, has some I think that's, power. Yeah, and it sounds it, it's definitely better emotional space that it puts you in as opposed to River of Deceit, even just based off of the way that it sounds. Um so we've kind of um we've run through a lot of bands that kind of operate in the circle of the nineties and have either direct or very, very close to being direct connections to the grunge rock uh world, but we're going to kind of get off the path here. Or you would say maybe we're getting into the heart, the inner sanctum of the grunge movement here with Creed. Um the song, the Creed song that we you would choose to start the year and what was your candidate and what was your what, what was your, what was your selection rather for this one yeah this one again didn't want to overthink it what would get me in the best mood for either a creed show or the new year and it's going to be higher i mean <laughs> it has to be it has to be and um yeah. you know maybe a lame pick but i've never seen them and i want to hear it i want right. to sing we're going I, this year, by the way. I saw a really, yes, we are. I saw a really funny, you know, something on Instagram. The kids, a bunch of people, five people went and, and did Christmas carols, but they did Creed, Creedmas songs, and they sang higher to people. I saw Creed, Creed, Creed reposted that on their Instagram. I was super oh, stoked about that. Yeah. Love it. That was awesome. How about you? Um, I'm going to pick Are You Ready by Creed. Wow, um, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's the first track on Human Clay. I think it's one of their stronger tracks. Um, I'm very tempted to choose higher though, but there's just something about, are you ready? Um, it just kind of, it's a big song and yeah. you, know, you gotta, that's something you have to ask yourself before you begin any sort of pursuit, you know, are you it's ready? True. It's true. Everybody, I, everybody always asks you if you're ready, but do you ever ask yourself? 
Right. I was kind of close to picking uh, from uh, the My Own Prison album. I was kind of close to picking What's This Life For? But that's like a little too uh, River of Deceity for me um, to to open up. That would be be a bizarre show opener too. Yeah. Yeah, That would be a really bizarre show opener. All right. Next one, going back a little more in the realm. Not quite. The last next, you know, six six bands are definitely... um, not from left field like Creed, maybe for some of the listeners, but Bush, great Bush, great band. Um, we still haven't I, talked about the fact that I saw them, and I'm not in the mood to talk about it today. So yeah, we'll push it off. Yeah, there'll be a time. There'll be time. Um, <laughs> question though, what who what they open with? Not to go back on our word at the show that I went to. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall. Well, if you could have chosen their first song, what would you have chosen? <laughs> they didn't play. There was one song. It's like a super deep cut. Not super deep cut, but it's not something you think of when you when you think of Bush. But I have like a personal anecdote. The first video game that I ever got, uh, the Bush song, "The People That We Love," uh, was featured in it, uh, and I loved that song. And that's the one that I would pick. They uh, unfortunately did not play it at the Providence Performing Arts Center uh, in November of 2023. But uh, you know, that's going to be my. We're going to set the tone with the people. That's a that good we one. Love. I I had two two selections. One. Come down, yeah. No, I, I stayed away from Machine Head. I didn't kind of go. <laughs> I went Come Down or Little Things, and I think I'm leaning towards Little Things. Okay, um, that's a that's a good I song. I love. I really like Little Things. Yeah, Come Down. Like I don't know if I would want to come down from, uh, you know, the high of the the previous year. I don't know if that would be where I want to start. So I'm I'm going right. with Little Things. Nice. Next one. We haven't talked about Silver Chair in a while, Chris. It's been it a very been, long time. It has been a while. We haven't done um an episode or anything um so we did do a frog stomp episode right i don't think that we ever did a dedicated frog stomp no maybe it was just i mean i just remember post we posted that on the anniversary a few times yes yeah that's what it was because like okay yeah we haven't done that all right well my song's coming off a frog stomp of course okay and it's the opening track as well for the album and that's israel's son all right my favorites super heavy intro and um, something that I would recognize if I was waiting for them to come on and they were off stage and they started playing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Yeah, mine's going to come from their second album, Freak Show, actually, and it's going to be the song Freak. Um, I think that's that's one that, that sets the tone as well. Um, and um, yeah, I took, yeah there, I, I was definitely thinking in the same realm as you, but then I kind of decided to be a little bit of a contrarian. But for me, like the, the guitar riff that opens up freak is just, um, almost like hypnotic to me. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, I really, really get down with it. So I figured that that was one that I wanted to include here. So did you know that they were only 15 when they, uh, what recorded? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? That's like sophomore junior in high school, Chris. How how did they do that when they were that young? And they wrote they wrote songs like Israel's Son Tomorrow. Tomorrow, <laughs> I mean those lyrics. Like you, you think that money isn't everything, but I'd like to see you live without it, fat boy. Fat boy. <laughs> fat boy. Fat boy. Tomorrow. Fat boy. Fifteen. That's amazing. Yeah, crazy. I can't fucking believe that. That's the first time I've ever heard that. I thought they I were know. just like normal age. It's a it's a an interesting fact that not many people know. Wow. Well, I think we should probably tell people. Yeah. When we like, this, I think, I think, I think there's a chance that this story goes deeper Episode, than any maybe? of us imagine. <laughs> it's 
very intriguing if you it's, think about it's an it. incredibly intriguing story i would love to chat about it i would love to yip and yap yeah yeah we, i think maybe, we need an episode on on uh why the you know how amazing it was that they were 15 yeah that's coming soon i'm declaring it now man what an episode that would be what okay. a lineup foo fighters foo fighters great great band love them where where did you, where to start with this band another one like when i was looking at like like pearl jam soundgarden aic and and these guys kind of like they are or i don't want to say tough to pick because you know anything is good but uh for some reason it's like you know you just know the catalog so well that you're just like okay which direction do i want to go that was the foo fighters for me i was like all right i had the same problems with foo fighters as i did pearl jam yeah there's so many different ways to go mm-hmm um, so yeah, where did you go? I kind of used this just as an opportunity to, uh, shout take the time to song. shout out my favorite Foo Fighters song, <laughs> but I think it lends itself pretty well to either opening a show or opening a year, kind of getting you in a good, good space. And I'm going to choose, uh, from, uh, there's nothing left to lose. I'm going to choose Aurora. Uh, mm, that is my nice. all time favorite Foo Fighters song. I love it. It makes me feel really, really good. It makes me feel whole. Um, so I think, you know, there's obviously a lot worse places to go than feeling good and whole to start something. So I, it's just a really beautiful song. I believe it was Taylor's favorite song, too, uh, of the Foo Fighters catalog, uh, at least for most of the the time there. So, yeah, that's that that's my song. It's just it comes from such an honest place. And it's just so um, yeah, it's just special. It's really special. It's one of those that I think I really connected with more so than a lot of songs from the Foo Fighters catalog is something that developed a meaning for me. So yeah yeah that's awesome really really solid choice um i had three that i just wrote down nice one i thought was kind of in that in that in between stage that we talked about and i feel like would just be for some reason a, a good maybe it's because of the band what it mm-hmm. means to me but i am a river would be oh yes that, that i would just love to like open up a set list but also like open up a year it just would it would make, I mean, immediately Vince McMahon, like, yeah, like <laughs> I can't, like, I can't do this right now. I can't now. do this right now. Like, like I'm crying I'm, and I'm, I'm only, I'm only nine hours into the new year here. Especially, yeah, with all the, you know, with the stuff with the band recently, I mean, it would Fuck, just kind of get me. That would yeah. be like, um, and, and like this word can mean kind of like two different things. Like that would kind of be like a ballsy show opener. Like yeah. of like, Hey, like we're coming on and like, we're, that's, we're, that's we're going, the, we're going for your heart right now. Yeah, and specifically, that's I love that. Like, that would be a that's like an ending ending of the show, ending of the first mm-hmm. act type of thing. Um, I also put stacked actors and rope as nice. uh, two awesome candidates as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and they've uh, I believe they've opened with they usually I think they've opened with rope a bunch of times over the years. Yeah, and probably stacked. That's very very good. All right, next one: Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to go yes. with STP. Obvious um, choice, dead and bloated. Put that on there. Mm-hmm. You know you're gonna love you know love that. But I can I've also put Silver Gun Superman would be all right. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that. You know, just distortion and heavy, and, and you know, yeah, it could be. You know, it could be a dare. I tried to think a little different for them. I was like, you know, but yeah. Then I also well, they the, they the have that variety too that we were talking about with 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 the Foo Fighters and with Pearl Jam, especially. But they're a little more like they're they're like a little more like weird with their. Uh, their down low stuff i think oh yeah yeah i mean my second album (laughs) yes exactly like my second album like yeah but yeah Yeah, this is this this one's this one's tough um i would probably pick 
I, I really want to pick kitchenware and candy bars because it's my, it's been my favorite STP song lately, but mm-hmm. it doesn't lend itself well to either opening a show or opening a year. Um, so I'm just going to go big and loud and I'm going to go with the wicked garden. Um, you know, I think obviously I think we need to, we need to lend some time to plush because it's just, it's plush, right? I think it it's would plush. lend itself well, but for me, Wicked Garden. I think there's more candidates to kind of open things up on core than there would be on purple or, or certainly tiny music or, or number four. Um, so, or Shangri La Di Da, everybody's favorite album from 2001. But yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Wicked Garden guy. Plus would be really good for like definitely overextending yourself on New Year's Eve and mm-hmm. you have a long drive back. And you're like, okay, I know I said this was my year, so I really got to get back. And you yeah. maybe start with plush, kind of yeah. ease into the new plush, year, but also with a little or bit big, of- Or oomph. big empty, too much yes. tripping and my soul's exactly. worn thin. Exactly. Like something to just kind of, you know, get through the hangover. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Next two bands, critical to the grunge, uh, you know- Very critical. Archetype. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you've seen both of these bands, so you know- People firsthand, forget- People forget. So you know firsthand where the Melvins and Mud Honey can go, and uh, so I will. I'll pass it to you first. All I right. think for the Melvins. Yeah. So the the one both. the one the one disclaimer with the Melvins is I saw them live, <laughs> and to this day, I could not tell you what songs they played. Right. I couldn't tell you how many they played. I couldn't tell you when the songs were changing. Um, it was just noise, and it was fascinating. The only um, thing you know is they play for one hour. They play for one hour. They don't say anything, and then they leave. Um, and for that purpose, I'm just going to pick Joan of Arc uh, from the oh, Houdini yeah. album. I think it's a safe, safe place because you could, you could get weird with this if you wanted to, and I and I don't want to. I'm I afraid. To. I'm very afraid. Yeah, I I put Boris. Um, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> one of our. I think that, one, that, one, that one's a big one for version, us. Obviously, with just <laughs> yeah. just buzz. He's hammering that low D string. <laughs> yeah, and uh, in that maybe or low E for string. More, excuse me. More for personal than public reasons. Yeah. Why I'm but hey, that's the thing. That we have to. There comes points in time where we have to apologize for public and private things, and sometimes you know these things can also be private as well. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's good. And and let's let's go to Mud Honey and I don't think you're going to you're going to know or be able to guess the one that I'm going to pick, but I'm picking When Tomorrow Hits uh, from Mud Honey. I think that's what they opened with when I saw them. Um and it's just it's just a, such a perfect um like the ethos of that song I think is perfect to kind of both open up a show is really really cool um and to open up a year too. I think that would be pretty sweet. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm not sure I spent much time with it. When tomorrow hits, what's easy for you comes so hard. What you got never got me far. There's no stopping the end from coming when tomorrow hits. I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with you got it. Keep it out of my face. Yeah, That's a tone setter. I mean, that's a tone setter. That that definitely fits the exercise. And um, Mm. Again, like that's just that's what I want to hear from them opening it up. Even though, like you said, if you have bands where you only know like four or five songs and you don't, you know, you almost want to cherish them, you don't want to be done right at the beginning. I right. still want them to pull me in. So I do want to hear that one first. Right on. You can say, save, touch me, I'm sick, you know, for later. Yeah. Whatever. Absolutely. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the Screaming Trees. I know this one wasn't on our list, but um, just kind of thinking of them off the top of my head. Um, 
I would love Dying Days by the Screaming Trees um, to open up to open up a show uh, and also to kind of set the tone um, relative to a lot of maybe their other ones. Although there's a lot of um, the the Sweet Oblivion album has some really good candidates. I think of Troubled Times and Winter Song. Um, those would be really cool. Shadow of the Season would be a great, great opener too, to, or, mm-hmm. and also tone setter for the year. Um, but I, I realized that I had left them off the list, um, so I just kind of wanted to take some time to, to to give them their space on this episode as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dollar Bill would be, uh, I think, yeah, maybe my song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Also, because- this has nothing to do with grunge, Ethan, but like. How good of is an how good of an opener is Au Revoir by the Front Bottoms? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it's so good. It's and he yeah, I feel like yeah, he's opened with that a few times. Or it's a really good like mid set, like it's kind of something to mm-hmm. for a reprise. Yeah. Yeah. How about the Wonder Years? What would you want the open oh, for the Wonder Years? I I would go immediately with Doors I Painted Shut. Um, mm. with the, with the one, it has to be, it's, so it's, it's a, it's a two-parter because Doors I Painted Shut was the first song on, um, The Hum Goes On Forever, their most recent album. And it directly ties into the last song on the album, You're the Reason I Want the World to End. So it's a package deal. If we're starting with Doors I Painted Shut, then You're the Reason I Want the World to End has to be like the end of the main set. And then they come on for the opener, but Came Out Swinging is such a great ending song, uh, yeah. but it's a great, it's a great show opener too. And when they <laughs> toured that album, they toured the anniversary of that album a couple of years ago. Uh, it was like the 10th anniversary or something. And that was the first song on the album. Um, and I think it, it fits perfectly there. The weirdest one for me, Ethan, was when I saw the, the Front Bottoms Talent of the Hawk 10-year anniversary, Twin Size Mattress is like the second song that they play. Yeah, It felt really, really strange to hear it that early in a set list. Yeah. And they, yeah, they, it's always one of the last songs they play. Yeah. But I would, I would enjoy that too. I mean, yeah. kind of doing it right away because it would definitely everybody's excited for it. So and they, and you know, it's coming too. So there's like a different kind of anticipation there. Right. Exactly. That's I think awesome. um, for the Wonder Years, they're they're there. Uh, oh fuck opening, yeah! Opening song for yeah. the album, The Greatest Generation, would be. Yeah. One of my, you know, one of my favorites. Yeah. Huge song for them. So, so why not? good. Yeah, I, I have, I have, I have like a. When that song breaks down for the bridge and you're just kind of like floating, like I always have this joke with Cullen, Eddie Vedder got me through my second divorce, like the, like the bridge of the there, there head nod. It's like, that's when you know where you're in a good space. You're, yeah. Yeah. You're just floating. We should just, we should just talk about the front bottoms and the wonder years as like grunge bands and see if anybody. It's a war yeah, of attrition out six, here. Like, even. Pearl Jam, I would like to you know, think by this like, time we've gotten at least one person to become a fan of those bands. Absolutely, we're doing we're doing the Lord's work out here. Has Rachel Corning seen both bands with you? Yes, Rachel Corning <laughs> has seen both bands with me. There you me. go. And I've seen we both got- bands, and, and so has Eddie Vedder. Got me through my second divorce. I say Colin got in the front bottoms. I got more into the, the Wonder Years because of it. Like yep. it's just it's, it's, it's just, just a big meld. It's yeah. a melding spot. Like yeah, yeah. And that's that's what makes music fun, though. It's fun to be able to have access to these shows and take people and. That's the best way to develop a relationship with a band is you see them live, especially if you could see them live with somebody who like knows what it's about. Um, oh, Cause yeah. you did that, you did that to me with the front bottoms and Colin did that to me with the wonder years. Uh, and here I am now I'm able to do that, for, doing other that for other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is how the whole, the whole darn human comedy perpetuates itself across the sands of time. <laughs> Westward in the wagon. <laughs> I'm rambling again. <laughs> I'm rambling again. <laughs> uh, I'm taking all those good old sass Yes, catch you later on down the trail. <laughs> so good. Well, yes, that's a good the point day, my, right there. Yeah. It is. Yeah. All of it. Yep. We are rambling and um 
Again. Yeah, my dad. My dad brought the other day. We were, I was talking to Doug at Top Level Patron as well, and mm. he uh, he said something about the podcast. We we're talking, and Dad was like, "Yeah, listen to your." You know, he said, "I listened to the Big Lebowski episode. It was really good." Nice. And I was like, "You listened to it, huh?" And I was like, "Which other episodes did you listen to there, Dad?" <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how much of a listener he is. Yeah, but he I always get it, nervous. So that's always. I get really nervous about that. Like just recently, uh, somebody that I was very excited and hopeful to make a good impression on was like, tell me, <laughs> tell me your favorite podcast episode of, that you've done. I want to listen. I was like, I don't really want to tell you that because I don't want you to listen to any of the podcasts because I don't, I don't just, I yeah, just don't That's an easy answer that. though. You say Lederman. Uncle Buck or Lederman. Uncle Buck. The yeah, second Lederman was great. Any, any, yeah, so good. I mean, anything like yeah, Doug was yeah. like, just have Lederman on like. Yeah. He really wants him to talk about the 80s hair metal band. So he wants to hear Lederman talk about that. That would be sweet. Which like would be perfect because yeah. I love, I love Eric. He would do, he would, he would run, he would run with it. Yeah. He'd yeah, have so a story I, to tell. Yes. They always do. And they always tell and they, it. Yeah. And they want I've to been in that it. position. I've been in that Me position. Too. Sometimes I'm going to be in that position to... tonight probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to tell I my story. Lot, I have a lot to say. Yeah. My story is good because I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's and so the good. Only re- the only reason why I ask other people about their stories is so they can tell their story and shut the fuck up so I can tell mine. <laughs> uh, they go first so I could top it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the only I love that. I my story's speak. good because I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it is like, this is the most true, like... <laughs> I don't even know what the word is. It's just like a blunt, a blunt thing that is. Oh yeah. Well, and it happens all the time. Like, you know, and like, we're all guilty of it, but it's like the whole thing where like you're in a conversation with somebody and like you ask them about something because you know, they're going to ask you back about that and you want to talk about it. Yeah. So you just, you're just setting it up so it will somehow get back to what you really want to talk about. They're like, Oh, what did you do today? Cause there's something that you want to talk about that happened to your day. (laughs) The Trojan horse, man. It. It is so my good. story's good because I'm in it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so funny when you're talking to somebody too and you ask them and like they start answering, you're not listening because you're just like thinking about like, gotta remember to tell them this. And then, like, yeah, that's like, I, I, need, I need to set up like the structure for my story. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then you tune back in and you're like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. That happens to me on the phone a lot too, mm-hmm. all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for certain people for sure. Well, my little brother calls me. And he has always has stories to tell. Oh yeah, but at least like he doesn't hide though. He just goes right into his story. He doesn't even he doesn't even bother with the pomp and circumstance of asking you how your story is. No. Oh man, that's yeah. uh, you know, twenty twenty four is your story. It's the you year know, to the tell story. your story, and it's the, the year to crap to make your story too. Yes, we're exactly. writing our story. It's the story so far. Yeah. History. Amen, brother. Well, uh, if you're still with us, uh, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, I hope maybe as, as it went along, you kind of were thinking of uh, song selections for yourself. Uh, and perhaps we had same ones, perhaps we had different ones. Uh, we'd love to hear it, uh, what your selections were. So uh, hit us up, tell us what you were thinking and uh, support us if you want. Um, you can make that your New Year's resolution to uh, support in a financial way uh, your two favorite podcast co-hosts and your favorite podcast producer, your favorite podcast. So Amen. Um, that's really all I have to say about that. We've got some songs of the week, uh, and this is important. It's the first one of 2024. Um, so there's uh, it's a lot of pressure here. Yeah, I was going to bypass it if I was going to be honest, Chris. I was going to say 
I'm going to uh, definitely compile a list of all the songs we just had. Mm-hmm. I'll have you send over. We'll make a playlist and then they can listen to it. But we, we'll also do, we'll put the songs of the week on it as well. Yeah, let's, yeah, I think we should do a song of the week. So. Now we will. Yeah. We always, we, we always, I, I, there's always that moment. It's like, should we skip it? But no, we got to do it. I mean, but we will e- make it's, it. It's easy to do it, you know. I do want to make a playlist for everybody. So keep an eye out for that. Totally. Um, okay. Songs of the week. So yeah, Chris, what? New Year's, new you, new song of the year. What, uh, this is yeah, the first, I've got uh, where, a, where are we going? I've got a new, a newly released song, actually. Uh, it's got nothing to do with really the start of the year, but it's from a band that is from Massachusetts that is, uh, very talented in my opinion, uh, and is a band called the Circus Trees. And it's this trio of sisters who are like in their teens, like they're like 16 or 17 or eight, something like that. Um, and they just released a new song called negative feedback. Um, that's really, really fucking good. Um, and it just came out, I think on December 18th. So not too long before we were recording this. Um, and it's super awesome. Uh, really, really powerful. Um, really, really emotionally, uh, provocative, you know, provoking emotions. Uh, and it's just a great song. And, uh, I, I posted the, uh, part of the music video a couple days ago on grunge Bible. And, uh, I just wanted to share it here too, because it's one of those things that, uh, if you listen to it, I think you're going to like it. So please heed my suggestion. Nice. That is a yeah very thoughtful song of the week. I love Taking that. it to the streets. So yeah, Your song. I, yeah, I don't see, I I'm looking through some of the songs I recently like, I think I've been doing, I think I've been trying to add songs to my, uh, my liked playlist, you know, mm-hmm. but I've been clicking add and it's adding it to somewhere else. So oh man, they're up. rogue. They're, they're out there. Yeah. In the I've ether. been adding it to, to something different. <laughs> um, so for, for my song of the week, I'm going to go kind of random. Um, now I went to breakfast with my father today and, uh, it was nice. We were in my car. I had to change my oil. So, we drove my car, so my music was playing, and every song came. I was like, "Oh, the Swans!" You know, it's like, right. "Yeah, the Swans are you know random band from the '80s, '90s," and like some stuff just popped up. <laughs> and uh, the song "Didn't I" by Daronado came on, and uh, it's like the "Didn't I, Didn't I, Didn't I?" I don't know. You you would know it, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was really good. It was really a really solid song. Got me in a good mood, and it was kind of uh, unexpected. So. I think that is a good song to start the year off. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah. So you, you would know it when you hear it, everybody out there just didn't have the, I don't know. Vocal prowess. Initial. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right. That All takes right. care of the first episode of the new year, 2024. Wow. We've got 51 more coming. We do. Sheesh. You just said it, Chris. Now we have to do it. One at a time. One at a time. All right, everyone. Uh, happy New Year. Uh, wealth, happiness, love, prosperity, and good music, and money coming from you to us in 2024. Those are my wishes for the new year. Heck yeah. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful rest of the day, wonderful rest of the week, and start your year off right. Let's stay See heavy you. this year. Let's stay heavy. Yeah. Exactly. Rock and roll. See you guys. Rock and roll.